वेलकम टू सीजन टू ऑफ द गेम थ्योरी एक्सप्लेन पॉडकास्ट इन टेज एपिसोड वी हैव जॉइनिंग आस प्रोफेसर अरुणावा सेन हु इज वन ऑफ द मोस्ट प्रोमिनेंट फिगर्स इन गेम थ्योरी इन ऑल ऑफ इंडिया गुड इवनिंग थैंक यू सो मच फॉर जॉइनिंग मी टूडे इन टूडेज डिस्कशन I'd like to ask you a few general questions first. So, how long have you been involved with, uh, you know, the field of game theory? Ah, uh, how long? Well, I mean, it's my area of um, sort of research expertise. So, I started, um, uh, you know, in graduate school. Uh, you know, when I, uh, you know, was doing my PhD. uh game theory was um you know the history of game theory <clears throat> is quite interesting in the sense that you know it began uh you know after von neumann and morgenstern's book in the 1940s uh and then till uh, you know through the 50s and 60s it was mostly an area that mathematicians worked on a whole bunch of mathematicians you know like uh, uh nash shapley and so on and so forth and uh in economics there was a revival of interest in this um hi uh, is that okay uh, yeah um you know in in the 19 um in the 1980s when i was in graduate school so everybody suddenly got excited it began with people in economics and in industrial organization and uh, and so on and then gradually uh you know it really took off in the 1980s and that's exactly the time when i was doing my phd so you know all my friends were doing it and so on and so forth so uh, that's how i got interested and, and and i've been doing it ever since i mean it's a vast area so you know i i'm i'm in a little corner of game theory uh, but So, so, so back when you started, uh, just started out with game theory, was it as um, widespreadly, like as known as it is today? Was it as popular? How well would you say it is known today? Let me just ask you, uh, why are you interested in it, and how did you come to know? I mean, of game theory. I think with people my age, with high school students, it's very, very less known. um because it's not something that's taught to at us at this level i came across it through a course that i did in my summer break last year but i think where where did you do it so it was a course it was an online course from stanford um on coursera coursera yeah yeah with matt jackson and that guy leighton uh, this thing right yeah. uh, matt is one yeah okay yeah yeah so but i don't uh, see anyone else my age uh, into this so yes so that's exactly who, you know uh, what i mean if you uh, do you have economics as i mean are you in class 12 or are you uh, uh, so i'm just starting class 12th right now and i've had economics since 9th uh, grade yeah so you will never come across um uh, so you will never cross, come across any game theory in in your high school uh, course uh you might see some kind of confusing references to it if you study oligopoly theory uh 
if even if you go to uh, you know let's say be an undergraduate in in delhi university uh, you are unlikely to to have it taught for you i think you can get an elective in your third year or something like that so game theory is not something that is well known it's widely misunderstood and often um yeah it's just misunderstood and it's regarded as esoteric and and uh, uh sometimes people have just weird ideas about it uh so it's only if you go and and talk to uh specialists will you get some idea but if you go to graduate school if, if you if you want to do a phd in economics for instance then it's totally central and the other area where it is completely uh, a very very important uh, sub discipline is computer science uh, computer science there are lots of issues in game theory uh, which computer scientists love uh, you know issues regarding complexity learning and so on uh, it's very very important uh, in computer science um, you know the area that i'm interested in mechanism design <clears throat> i would say that uh, you know that um, you know that perhaps more computer scientists are interested in it at a formal level than economists economists like to build some cute models uh, which involve mechanism design but the sort of theoretical heart of the um, you know the, the 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 real theoretical problems computer scientists are are uh, are are perhaps more interested in so it's i i wouldn't say that it's uh, it's well understood or it's well uh, well known uh, but it's of course very interesting so so where do you see like game theory as a field like 20 years 30 years from now do you think it will be more widely taught well i'm actually um i mean you know is the common um, man on the street going kind to of know game theory the answer is no uh, you might you know people might know one or two names and you know understand you know perhaps they'll have heard of the prisoner's dilemma in some uh, in some confusing way but it's not really uh, it's uh, you know i'm 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 not sure that it's Uh, something that you'd expect uh, to be known uh, you know generally but where the discipline of game theory will go that's very interesting and i think it's 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 really going to be kind of important because it's um, uh it's i mean i i, I mean i think it will actually become more and more uh, central to to many disciplines you know uh because it adds another layer of difficulty i mean if you think of physics for instance right i mean you know people study the interaction of particles uh, the outcome of the interaction of particles and so on and here the particles are the behavior of particles is exogenous you know it isn't uh, they have, uh, you, you know there are well known rules of physics you know what happens when particles interact and so on and so forth uh game theory is kind of adds another layer of complexity because these particles are agents who have decision making capacity they can decide what to do 
and and so the mathematics of it and the uh, you know and the computational aspects of it are are not only important but also very theoretically interesting so i would expect that uh, it would be um, you know in a wide range of uh, sort of mathematics problems of game theory would be considered uh, very important you know like in in probability theory or 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 other things you know or other areas um uh, uh, that it will be important uh, uh you know it's not clear that it will uh, you know that it will um shall we say uh, help in or or give us easy models of of behavior uh, or or it will uh, be able to explain behavior in a in a very simple way or something i i don't think that that's going to happen because uh, but but it i think it's a rich area for research for many kinds of people for people trained in different uh, sub disciplines and so on so it's a so uh, it, it will certainly not die down as a as a as an area of inquiry uh, but whether <laughs> ordinary people will know it or or i don't know i mean you know what's uh, uh, yeah yeah that that makes sense oh about your like field in particular mechanism design if you could like explain it in very simple words for like a high schooler to understand what would you okay 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 so perhaps i should begin with a little um, background to game theory okay so uh, so you know what is a game a game is basically uh, the formal description of a game is that there are a bunch of agents they interact and they produce outcomes for everybody right and the heart of game theory is the fact that it's not my it's not my action or my strategy alone that determines my payoff because it's everybody's action right so to say that choose the best action is a meaningless remark because the action i choose depends on the actions you choose and vice versa so what do i mean when i say just maximize it's meaningless so you have all these notions of an equilibrium in games and so on nash equilibrium this that all kinds of stuff correlated equilibrium i think you have a even a podcast or you know sort of correlated equilibrium and stuff like that now um mechanism design kind uh, so so in standard game theory you have a game and you try and predict its outcome by means of an equilibrium notion in in mechanism design it's it's a it's it's kind of a reverse engineering exercise you want the outcomes to be certain things and you want to design the game in order that the outcomes are the outcomes that you seek to achieve so the fundamental problem is that there are a bunch of agents who have private information about some uh, about something private information means that uh, you know they know something uh, which nobody else knows right and what you have to do is uh, they're also strategic you know they're strategic uh, because uh, they they if you ask them what's your information they will they will not tell you necessarily because it may not be in their interest to tell you so the question is that you have to design the uh, the 
mechanism as it's called in order for people to 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 reveal their information uh, truthfully when agents recognize that their information will be put to use in a certain way so let me give you uh, two examples the first example is voting right so uh, what's uh, so imagine there are a number of voters and there are a bunch of candidates or alternatives okay now what are uh, candidates alternatives proposals for instance your school may be deciding uh, you know whether or not to uh, do so- something you know have a uh, have a new uh, library or something you know it can it can either have a playground or a library or 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 do something else right let's say so each student for instance has some opinion on 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 these uh, you know on what should be built only one can be built let's say you know either the the playground or the swimming pool or whatever or the library let's say so the point is that uh, suppose uh, we uh, you know suppose uh, the school says okay all of you vote say uh, playground swimming pool or library and then we'll just count the number of votes how many for playground how many for swimming pool and how many for whatever um and then the one which is maximum wins uh if if in the remote possibility that they are tied uh then let's say we will build the cheapest one amongst the ones that are tied okay now you are a person who really badly wants the swimming pool okay and 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 the question is your ranking is swimming pool playground you really don't want the library and you are you asked yourself uh what should i you know how should i vote right because what you want is uh, you know you have preferences so for instance you might say that i really want a swimming pool but i have a feeling that a lot of people uh, you know are um I, I, you know but 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 a playground is is you know i think that nobody really wants a swimming pool but a lot of people want you know the choice will be between playgrounds and and uh, the library so i think it makes sense for me to to vote for playground because there's a chance that uh, there's a better chance of that actually being chosen uh, you know if i choose for instance a swimming pool my vote will be wasted and perhaps the the library wallers will win right so the, the 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 so the idea is that in fact can you design what's called a voting rule which takes people's opinions on these three uh aspects on these three alternatives and outputs uh one of these alternatives in such a way that every voter or every uh, uh kid will vote truthfully right notice that you're being strategic because you, you know you realize you're playing a game the outcome will not depend not just on the way you vote but all your all your classmates vote okay and so one the classic uh, or the foundational result in in mechanism design is a is a is something called the gibbert satisfied theorem proved by uh, a professor of uh, philosophy and logic called alan gibbert at the university of michigan and a 
and a guy called uh, Mark Satterthwaite uh, at uh, the University of no at Northwestern University, and they showed there's really no way of doing this. Uh, there's no way of getting people to tell the truth uh, unless in a trivial way. The only way that you want to get people to tell the truth is 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 by 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 having a person called a dictator and asking and asking him or her what is it that you want, and 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 that's it, right? Now, um, that's one example. That's one example. So the idea is that you're designing the game. And what are you designing? You're designing the voting rule, right? Which is how you want to structure uh, the rules of interaction between agents. I mean, you, could, you, you can imagine doing all kinds of things. You know, you might have a complicated veto process like you have in the Olympics. What do you do? You first... Uh, let people vote on all of them. Then you count the number of votes. The votes, the the alternative, which is, which is, which gets the lowest vote, is eliminated. Okay. Then amongst the remainder, you again vote, and then again something is eliminated until only one uh, this thing wins, or if at any stage something becomes majority, that more than half the people. Uh, vote for that right so 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 you know you could have as as one of your i think your podcast was about extensive games so you could have a a voting system which is not just a you know secret ballot but you could have some extensive form version of it where people announce certain things veto certain things do whatever so just you could have any possible way of designing this interaction but the idea is that eventually the outcome must, you know, whatever it is, uh, you know, you must be truthful, you know, in, in, in some general way. Now, can you do that? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Game Theory Explained podcast. In the coming weeks, we will be back with um, the discussion with Professor Arinava Sen on the auction theory and voting.